Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're in the book of 2 Thessalonians and focusing on some important truths about when Jesus comes again. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to our last day of Dunkin' Donuts Week. What a sad, what a sad day it is. But uh, I do have uh, my last Dunkin' Donuts mug. It is my Washington, D.C. mug. I, got, I guess it also has some... Uh, some Northern Virginia. It's got the word Alexandria on there, the Potomac, the Hill, Navy Yard, the District, Washington, D.C., the Capitol, uh, Cherry Blossoms, President, uh, all kinds of uh, D.C. kind of words on there. But that's my Washington, D.C. Dunkin' Donuts mug. And we are in 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2. Been talking a little bit about the Antichrist uh, don't like that guy at all. Uh, but uh, the, the Lord is in control. And as formidable an opponent as the Antichrist is, and as much as uh, as much damage as he will do, uh, just the word of God alone will care for him in the end. And we're going to see a bit of that today. So look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Uh, we ended, I think, yesterday in verse number five, uh, where the Apostle Paul had said, remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. I think there's almost a note of, of frustration there on the, on the part of the Apostle Paul to say, you know, I, we've gone over this. And it is frustrating, I think, sometimes for a leader to carefully reiterate truth only to have it ignored or forgotten. And I'm not making that accusation here, but it is interesting that, that Paul inserted that here. It just shows you a very human side of the apostle here. I told you, I told you. Look at verse number six, where he further talks about Antichrist and says, and now you know that, and, and, and now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. So Paul said, now we've talked about this before, so let's go back over it. Now you know what is withholding that Antichrist might be revealed in his time. So, so what is it right now that's kind of keeping back that revelation? And why, again, is the Apostle Paul making the case that we're not in the, the day of the Lord, we're not experiencing the great tribulation, uh, what is this? Look at verse number seven. He says, for the mystery of iniquity. And you see the word iniquity. It just means a lawless attitude, lawlessness. So a mystery in the Bible refers to truth that is available only through revelation. So it's not mystery in the, in, in the sense of mysterious, uh, but it's mystery in the sense of this is something that is only understandable through God's revelation, that God, God makes it clear supernaturally. So the mystery of iniquity doth already work. So uh, there is evil in this world, uh, and evil takes many forms. And there's all kinds of duplicitous behavior, and there's evil in 
religion and and sometimes even things that look good and look right and are touted as tolerant and good and loving and kind are really evil. And those that are exposed to God's revelation, the word of God, know that. But the world itself thinks, no, you're being cruel, Christians. And how could you not stand for transgender rights? And how could you not? Yeah, and and they, they have a different morality. They have a different revelation. Uh, what, what I mean by that is a different foundation for their belief. And what the Bible is saying is that the mystery of iniquity, lawlessness, as God reveals it, is already at work in this world. We know that. But it's going to be ramped up in a significant way when Christians are removed from this earth. It's going to be ramped up in a significant way when this world is ruled by the lawless one, uh, the Antichrist himself. Look at verse uh, number seven again. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let. So he who is restraining, it's what the word let means here. He who is restraining will let until he be taken out of the way. And I know that this is a, a much debated verse, but uh, I do agree with the, uh, the standard interpretation of this verse, and that is that this refers to the Holy Spirit. So who is now restraining the mystery of lawlessness? Uh, why is the devil just not full on via the Antichrist, just destroying this world, calling the shots? You know, what is the restraining factor? Well, the restraining factor right now is the Holy Spirit as he works in and through the lives of believers. Uh, that's where the Holy Spirit lives, right? He dwells in the bodies of believers and he operates within believers who are controlled by him, believers that are guided by him, believers that are empowered by him. And so how is this world is somewhat kept in abeyance? Uh, how is this world somehow restrained from going over that tipping point? Because of the Holy Spirit of God. But what happens when the Holy Spirit of God is taken out of the way? So you say, well, Kurt, how can you take the Holy Spirit out of the way? Well, what about the rapture? When Jesus returns to this world in the air and we are caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, then in essence, the Holy Spirit is being taken out of the way. Now, I know there's a sense in which God is everywhere present and you're never removing the Holy Spirit from the world. And we know that the Holy Spirit's power will be evident among the 144,000 and there'll be great numbers of people that get saved even during the tribulation period. But the point here is that the time of the rapture will be a huge, a seismic spiritual shift on planet Earth. And the lawlessness, the iniquity of this world will have no initial restraint because every believer at that moment will be gone. The salt and light will have been removed. In essence, the Holy Spirit will have been taken out of the way, out of the, way the one that is now restraining. Look at verse uh, number eight. And then shall that wicked be revealed. Then Antichrist, then that man of sin, then the son of perdition, then the beast 
uh, then this satanic leader, then he will be revealed. So when will Antichrist be revealed? At when the Holy Spirit is taken out of the way. So I believe after the rapture. So we're not going to see the revelation of the Antichrist. We're not going to know before the rapture who that is. But after the rapture, that will be the time when this lawlessness that is persisting, uh, that is not recognized by many, will just ramp up because the lawless one himself, that's wicked here, the lawless one himself will have taken charge. Look at verse number eight. And, and then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. I want to stay right there in verse 8 for now. Okay, the Bible says, when that wicked shall be revealed, the Lord shall consume him. So it's interesting. The Antichrist will have this seven-year-long ministry, uh, half of which will be a time of peace and, and nation building and alliances and military alliances and the, the propagation of one world government and all of that. The second half will be just full scale, look at me, worship me, image of the beast, all of that, destruction, tribulation on earth. But what Paul does is he describes the revealing of uh, Antichrist, the start of Antichrist's ministry, if you will, but then the ending of it, the beginning and the end, because verse number eight says, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So when will Antichrist be utterly uh, put down when Jesus Christ comes again to this earth? You and I coming with him. This is Christ coming with his saints. This is Armageddon. This is the defeat of Antichrist and his army. This is the setting up of, of the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ. This is the judgment of the nations. This is that. This is where Jesus comes to rule with a rod of iron. Uh, the Antichrist will have been deposed. So uh, we're going to come back to verses 9 and following because there's more to say about Antichrist. But uh, that's all the time we have uh, for today. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Uh, don't let any of this teaching shake you. Uh, this just shows you that, yeah, bad things happen and bad people come, but our God is stronger, and God's Word prevails, and Jesus always wins, and we are on the winning side. So I hope that helps. Have a great uh, day in the Lord. We'll see you next time. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.